Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here with co-publisher Marcello Yaya to walk through this week's news, and we have lots of it. Our front page is dominated by a picture of a terrible accident that could have been much worse. No one was hurt, and the house that came close to getting hit was untouched. It was one of two tractor-trailer accidents on Monday in the hill towns. This happened on Monday evening, and um, the piece of equipment that was being hauled stayed in place, and Department of Environmental Conservation was called to the scene and reassured that the water in the nearby creek was not damaged. That story is by E. Rose Schneider. Our other front page story is by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer, a mother who has a first grader in the Gilderland school system. Jennifer Romano told the board earlier this month that her first grader had been attacked in a an attack of a sexual nature is how she described it by a classmate, another first grader on the playground. And she came with a petition signed by 175 residents looking for more safety measures, including a better system of supervision and surveillance cameras. Turning the page, a wonderful drawing by Carol Coogan that speaks to the topic of the editorial. Last week we had a letter to the editor um, where an Altamont resident was critical of, um, there's a program in Altamont now called Museum in the Streets with lecterns in front of 80 or 26 buildings describing the history and the text appears both in Spanish as well as English. And he called this politically correct. And we looked at the history of that term, political correctness. We support as many languages as can be learned. And we concluded with an old joke. What do you call a person who speaks three languages? Trilingual. What do you call a person who speaks two languages? Bilingual. What do you call a person who speaks one language? American. We should learn from that joke. Marcello himself speaks several languages. This is followed by another provocative column by Dennis Sullivan, centering on the current health care crisis in this country. And he asks, what or who is worth something? And advocates meeting the needs of everyone. He compares this to a civil war not with bombs and bullets, but of a different kind. Hence the picture from Antietam and his statement that to take away or modify radically health support for 22 million Americans is an antietam of sorts. Turning the page, we have lots and lots of opinion. Elections are on the horizon in all of our local towns in November, and we have... A caucus coming up Tuesday in Knox, where Eric Cook, a Democrat and former town board member, is upset that Vasilios Lefkadidis, who got the Republican nomination to keep his post as supervisor, 
and is an enrolled Democrat is also seeking that post. And Mr. Lefkadidis responds, it's an open caucus. Anybody can run for anything. Dennis Sear responds to some anger he heard expressed from fellow Republicans about crossing party lines for endorsement. And he makes the point that community should be put ahead of party lines. Dee Wasner, the co-chair of the Democratic Party in Knox, um, talks about Amy Pokorny, who is challenging left Kadidas to be supervisor and hopes to restore civility and reason, she says. <laughs> we have at the bottom a letter from Bernice Verfoy, who has um, something she hopes will be provocative, she told us. Um, a letter just su suggesting that Knox secede Albany County and become part of Schoharie County, which she feels has a lot more in common with the rural town. Um, Ed Nicholson from Knox has comments on the last um, public hearing for the business district, which we covered extensively last week. And tucked away here, we have a lovely letter from Mary Beals about a scholarship that was named for her late husband. Um, more on politics from Westerlo, a town where Democrats outnumber Republicans three to one, and the Republicans are launching a slate again this year. They were successful in getting one member on the board two years ago, and this time Kevin Flinstead is running again, and Richard Filkins, and they're spelling out their views and uh, giving a description of who they are. Marilyn Bellantini in New Scotland is distressed that a bill banning nepotism did not pass in the county legislature, and she's urging people not to vote for those legislators that uh, didn't support that measure. Turning the page, we had Elizabeth was driving by in Gilderland Center and saw that the Grand was having a free picnic, so she stopped and took a picture of a boy getting a hot dog. Underneath this, we have three letters on events going on in Bern this Saturday. Um, Phyllis Johnson, who is ill, she's our correspondent for the Helderberg Seniors and writes a really great column. And there's going to be a special salute to Phyllis. We will be there at 5 p.m. And then more on the Summer Fest that's taking place in the park. Um, Don Jordan is leading a drum circle and urges people to release their inner drummer. She goes over the many activities for children as well as other events. And Dick Stock, who plays in the Hilltown Ramblers, is all about the music that's going to be there. The Old Men of the Mountain have a very amusing column by John Williams, suggesting Tuesday, the day they meet, should be OMOMTM Day, and a worldwide celebration would celebrate male longtime friendships. A great letter from Eileen Borden, who um, saw our story on the fire of one of her neighbors and took it upon herself to offer help and organize other neighbors. A letter, I mean, a column from Mildred Zuck on Helderberg Ambulance, and in addition to the usual large number of calls. They had five new members and we commend them and hope that it continues to grow as other volunteer ambulance squads are closing. Mark Grimm responds to last week's editorial on great inflation in Kilderland and 
counsels strongly against inflated grades. A letter from former Mayor James Gaughan about his, uh, the project he has shepherded through, Museum in the Streets, which we mentioned earlier, and it's having its grand opening next Wednesday. Congratulations. And we have here a picture illustrating courses that are taught for um, particularly aimed at students who do not speak English, and it's through the Board of Cooperative Educational Services. Turning the page, Rose has a story on a woman in Westerlo, a farmer who was arrested on charges of animal cruelty, and she talked to the woman at length who claims she's misunderstood. She also talked to a psychologist who works for the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty Animals to look at it um, less as a crime than more as a mental illness. Westerlo is having its summer program return after many years, and uh, you can read about that and sign up. Also in Westerlo, Republicans, as we said, are launching a slate, and Rose has talked to Kevin Flinstead, Richard Filskin, the two Republican challengers who are making transparency an issue, and the two incumbents are running on their record, William Brinkman and Joseph Boone. You can read about them. Turning the page, we have um, the fire on Armstrong Circle that um, gutted the garage, but fortunately, the Altamont firefighters were preparing for a picnic and were all together and able to get to the fire in six minutes, which saved the attached house, but still a very difficult thing for the Yurkanis family, getting support from their friends there. Route 443 is going to start being repaved on Monday. It's been a long time coming. We've certainly run uh, a letter recently about complaints, and it was a year away. But the funding has now been secured through the state, and it's going to proceed. Rose also looked at two different hill towns, Westerlo and Burn, proceeding in different ways to get Internet um, we have two pictures on an accident that occurred last Thursday when a car hit a utility pole. The driver told police, according to the accident report, he had a passenger um, light a cigarette for him, and as he looked at the flame, he veered off the road. Two important notices here. The FSA is accepting applications from farmers who were hurt by Storm Stella. And there's funding available for those on low incomes to get their heating systems fixed. This is more from Rose on the two trucks that turned over. In addition to the one on the front page, there was a truck that was driving with manure, liquid manure, and 3,000 gallons of it spilled on the road. Again, the DEC was there to make sure it was cleaned up properly, and it was. And uh, Michael Stanton was driving. He saw three deer in the road, his father said. Um, he was hospitalized at the time, but his father explained how the farm operation works with the manure and what a loss that is to them. On, um, out and about, we have a very, very fun event in Knox, and people don't have to live in Knox to come. You can bring your dog. You can tell dog stories. You can get a dog vaccinated for rabies. You can witness dog herding. And it's all about trying to get people to register their dogs, and there'll be drawings for prizes. And Dee Wassner assured us this morning there were some wonderful prizes there. 
Um, she's loved dogs all her life and trains them. There's a story by Rosemary Christoph Dolan, who is a member of the Lions in Schoharie, and she writes about how Helen Keller challenged the Lions to become Knights of the Blind, and they certainly have done that. One of eight national centers is right here in New Scotland. And this man, Reverend Peter DeBartola, accepted an award on behalf of his late father, who had raised much, much money for that project. Lots of color and excitement on the calendar and going out pages. We have the Summer Festival of Plays returning to Indian Ladder Farms, Stuyvesant Plaza holding free concerts, and the Westmere Fire Department looking for crafters for their upcoming show. The um, Gilderhaven is having a food, music, and fun event to raise money for Nash, who is a service dog in need of help. The libraries have given themselves over to music this week. We have Dave Roosh, who is going to lead a musical celebration on the Erie Canal, which is celebrating its centennial this year. That takes place at the Gilderland Library on Saturday. Up in Bern, Two's Company will be performing a music in the park next Wednesday, the 26th. And in Altamont, in the park, we have Marty Wendell and his band performing. More on playgrounds from Elizabeth. She went to the playground to take this picture uh, at Westmere, where the um, attack had occurred, and includes a page of the recommendations made by Mrs. Romano that include... Uh, breaking off certain areas for patrolling. Also included in Mrs. Romano's report was a look at the one surveillance camera, which she notes is blocked by leaves and has a simple no-cost solution, trim the tree. Um, Gerard Gangi was doing donuts, police say, when a neighbor called to complain, and... They searched his car and discovered weapons, other arrests noted in our blotters. Our business corner features a ribbon cutting with a photograph by Michael Koff. The, National, the Boston Spa National Bank has opened a branch here in Voorheesville next to Hanover Plaza, and many dignitaries were on hand for that. Promotions and a new store at Stuyvesant Plaza, West Elm. Once again, we urge parents and grandparents to follow Beulah the Bloodhound and paper train your graduate. There's nothing like the Enterprise being mailed to a new and unfamiliar dorm room. It's like a letter from home. Several obituaries this week. Mr. Shaco, who loved the land. Doris Jean Brown, who was an independent woman and did some fascinating travels at the end of her life, and Deborah Morey, whose husband describes her as a guardian of her family. Senior news, there's lots going on in both the Hill Towns and Gilderland. And after we get through our legal notices, we come to sports, where Two sets of 12-year-old teams have done really, really well. The Gilderland Little League All-Stars, once again, are District 13 champions, and we wish them the best as they go to the next 
round looking for a second time at the state title. And we have here the Gilderland Red Storm, a travel team that won the Band of Sisters tournament. More sports on our back page by Elizabeth. Two different students at different studios for Taekwondo in Gilderland. Austin Wolfgang got into the sport from his grandmother, who is a black belt. And Michelle Stafford, shown here in national competition, won a gold medal. So congratulations and have a good week.